Welcome to Streets, Sports, and Success with your host, Simon and Maurice. Let's go. What's up, gang? Welcome to another episode of Street Sports and Success with Simon and Maurice. And we're going to talk about qualities of people that we don't like to coach. Qualities of people that we do not like to coach. And so I'm going to start out, uh, and I, I made a list of a couple that just off the top of my head. Uh, late, people that are late, uh, people that are cocky and think they know it all, um, people that are forgetful that drop the ball when they're supposed to do things. Like, I didn't need to check a hundred times uh, if you were going to be here today on the podcast. Like, we we have an understanding together. If I tell you uh, a month from today on Wednesday at 6.30, we're going to link up. Like, you know you could pretty much count on me, and I'm not going to be there at 7 o'clock or 6.45. And so people that, just for, that are forgetful uh, and then people that don't execute. So you tell them something, we call them assholes. Not assholes, ask holes. And so they ask questions, you give them the answer, and it goes down a hole into like the black abyss. And never, nothing ever happens. It gets lost in space. Nothing ever gets executed. And so on the opposite of that, I love to coach people that are on time. Um, you know, when they say when you're on time, you're late. You know, when you're early, you're on time. Like, I love people that are early, that are prepared, uh, people that have a humble spirit, teachable spirit, regardless of the age, regardless of the experience level, uh, people that don't need reminded and inspected constantly on things, and uh, people that execute. You know, people that, that... And so I try to be those things because I think it's important to... You know, be around like-minded people. I think there's so much power in that. You'll probably notice that when you hang around people that are like-minded, like you, Maurice, that uh, they rub off on you and your energy rubs off on each other and you feel good about it and you share ideas and your mind starts to expand. Um, so I've tried to do these things because I try to put myself in a position of I need to mentor and I mentor a lot of people. But I still like to be mentored. I still like to be learned. I still like to learn from others. And so when I'm spending time with people that are spending time with me, I try to make sure that I'm not any of these things. So I try to make sure that I'm always on time. You know, I, I, I meet Trestle, and when I meet Trestle to spend time with him, I don't think he can ever say one time that I was late. Never. Not once. Driving from Pittsburgh. Rain, snow, shine. And I mean, I'm talking about I'll hump it if we're meeting at 7 to beat her at 6.59 if I have to. Like, whatever I got to do, there's no lateness in me. Uh, cocky. Try to make sure I'm walking in with a humble, teachable spirit. Uh, forgetful. I'm not dropping the ball on dates and things that he's already told me, you know, before. And then execution. from And then from a humility standpoint, opposite of cocky, um, I bring him... When we meet, I bring him his favorite um, uh, thing from Starbucks every single time. So he knows I'm bringing it like clockwork. We're going to bring him a chai tea latte with soy milk every single time. And I think people that have ego issues, they, sh they, they would say, well, I, that, that you're, you know, I'm not kissing this man's ass or I don't want to kiss this man's ass. or I don't need nobody to kiss my ass. And people that are teaching teaching other people, I think they hate 
people that are ass kissers and they can decipher the difference you know me and you have talked about that before you can only kiss so much ass before you found out that you can't play you know what i mean you can't just kiss your ass kiss ass all the way to the top but it's it's opposite if of it's just me walking in the door saying this is all i have to bring and and if it costs me five dollars man like i want you to know that i appreciate this stuff and that i went out of my way to stop here get that remember that you told me one time and i remembered that to show you i appreciate and i value this time and then i usually always go back and go over things that i've implemented so i go back and i go over all right the last time we spoke here's what we talked about here's what i've already executed so the person knows that i'm not wasting their time okay and so why don't you talk to me about you know is there anything that stands out to you about people that you don't like to coach or qualities of people in the past that you haven't liked to coach yeah i think the biggest thing when you all first said this was just uh people who feel entitled you know um and i think the biggest uh reference i'm making is you know somewhere in society we've um we've told people that you know if they go get an education and they graduate with a degree that the world owes them something. You know what I'm saying? And um, being in uh, the business that um, I operate in and just being uh, with people who you know, I live in a neighborhood with or just socialize, uh, the sense of entitlement or that the world owes them something, those people are typically hard for me to deal with, socialize, or, or uh, respect. And a lot of this stuff uh, comes from me because a lot of people look down because I don't have a formal education. Uh, but... You know, I, I guess my personal education is a little bit uh, is is minimized because it wasn't gained in the classroom. You know, people look down on lived experience. Or you got like three PhDs. The, you got the equivalent of like three PhDs for people that know experience. you. People that know yeah. you and talk to you. You know, I was talking to Coach Reardon last night, who coached you at Warren Harding, and uh, we were he was just talking. We were both talking about it, but he was talking about he was like, man, it's it's people don't realize how smart i mean and i beat them to the to the words i finished his sentence already uh, how intelligent that you were even back then and and how big your mind was in in and how smart and intelligent you know that you were and that's something that i think when people get to know you blows their mind you know they look at you and and you know you 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 big with this deep voice and they know you did time in prison and and they wouldn't expect you to you know, read, have read all these books and have all this knowledge about so many, so many different things that, you know, I would go as far as to say when somebody, when I think of somebody that is super uh, educated and learned and read, if I had to off the top of my head, think of, you know, five or 10 people, you would be on that list and, and ahead of a lot of people that have multiple degrees, you know, from, from, from different universities. And, uh, you know, I think our education just starts uh, when we graduate, if you graduate, you know, whether it's high school or college. And I think the misconception that people have that that fail is they think that when they graduate college, that's it. Or they graduate yes. high school. That's it. It's over that you you just you just started learning if if you graduated college. That's just the beginning. You have, you have to keep learning. Yeah, but yeah, but so so like one of my biggest things is that and, and some of these people let me be let me be um 
need to be objective when I say this. Like some of these people may not know, you know what I'm saying? They, they may have to go through life and get humble to understand that, oh, you know, I, I was a bit of an asshole or I felt entitled because I had a piece of paper or everybody thinks that life is supposed to be given to them or, or they're platformed with how they want to exercise their talents or whatever it may be to move forward. They think that that's, um, it, it's supposed to be given. And those people are a bit hard. And I think the other ones uh, are the people who lack humility, right? And and, and I, may be, I think humility may be um, important than the entitlement thing to me. And, um, and, and the humility thing comes from just thinking you're more than what you are. Uh, and I'm not the judge to say somebody's, you know, a nobody, but you know, just understand that we all come from the same place, you know, and, and I think humility works for me because, you know, at, at one point in my life, I've been uh, in my head, probably one of the most important people in the sport. And then it was all taken away from me. And I've seen people both in the streets or in the professional world, they'll have success. And then, you know, on the other hand, you know, things come and things go, you know what I'm saying? And, and not being rooted in, in what you have, you know, and I think one of the biggest things in society, uh, a lot of, how we identify ourselves is what we have, you know, so what we have and what position we hold. And if, if I'm based upon what I have or what position I hold, I'm really not introducing myself. I'm introducing what it is that I represent. And, you know, we'll get, you know, we, we're the vice president here or we're the director of this or, or we represent this company. And then we, we, we tend to believe that we're more than our peers when, you know, we all grow up the same. We all dream the same, and and some of us, some of us have had uh, the ability to have a little bit more help than others. Had the ability to have relationships with other people that has a lot of different opportunities. Um, I, I speak from that perspective. You know what I'm saying? And, and just and just learning to be humble. Describe and, the person that you coach. That you know. Describe what a person looks like that has a humble spirit that you know you enjoy coaching or teaching what does that person look yes. like i can give you her name her name is miss diaz uh a lady a lady from the east side one of the most humble spirits of puerto rican lady but she she goes one you don't have to wonder if she's going to be on time she's always going to be on time uh she she goes above and beyond in her work and leading and helping other people uh, she volunteers her time for for things that she doesn't have to volunteer time. You'll see her around the office. She's doing janitorial duties. She's taking out the trash. She's picking up around the front of the building to make sure it looks presentable. Uh, she's always uh, dressed and, and, and ready to go. Uh, she's always optimistic about something that's going on. Um, uh, there's always, and, and, I, and I don't like when people call me Mr. Claret, but she's always, hey, Mr. Claret, respectful. always respectful. You know, this lady probably 20, you know, 25 years older than me, but it is very respectful, uh, a humble spirit. And of course, you have a ton of people like that, but she is somebody who exemplifies. And, and if you give criticism, she can take it. Um, and, Without getting and defensive. Also, yeah, but That's she's so also, huge. Yeah, but, but she also. Um, she, in, in, in a respectful way, she she's, uh, I like people to give me direct feedback, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, oftentimes we'll think that we have a great idea, you know, so like, so say I'm in your office and I think I have a great idea, like creating space for people to give you a uh, challenge a, your a, thoughts. A, a, 
Yeah, yeah, hey, Simon, like, be a I, different I know you idea. that this was a good idea. Hey, but this this may be uh, a different perspective and, and being able to accept that. And I found out um, just myself to me because I thought since I was in charge, I was supposed to know everything. But having a platform where other people's ideas exist and they matter Huge. and they can um, talk to you about them and, and then they can see their ideas implemented inside of what you have going on. Uh, that's huge because they feel like that their energy and, and, and their effort that they bring to the to the organization means something. Yep. And so that was um, she. She's somebody I love to coach. Another a lot person, of that's her. You know, she probably can get your ear that way because of probably her humble spirit and the she and, puts in. Yes, and, 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 and delivery. You know, probably yes. her delivery of it is is the right way. Uh, she probably is a person that 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 if you heard her out. But you decided to stick with whatever your original play call was. She would accept that play call like it was her own once you heard her out and you still stuck with the same play call. She would keep that and execute it like it was her own, execute it to the T, even if she had another idea once you heard her out. You know what I mean? Yes. Which is which 100%. is something that some people can't do. You know, it's like, okay, I'm open to learning, to listening, but sometimes I'll take that and change a play call or... or, or build off of that person's idea and there's a percentage of time where i'm like nah you know we're gonna stick with this play call and the people that i love to coach they're like okay i appreciate that you heard me out but now that you went with this play call i'm gonna buy into it and execute it like it was my own oh 100 i wanted to uh, and, I, and i just i thought about another person as you were saying that and, and this is so invaluable and if you're in a company this is this is huge right um an individual who can go and seek out how to get more business outside of what you're coaching them to do, right? You know what I'm saying? And so, like, everybody can be a robot or everybody can follow a list of instructions, but you have few people who get, get resourceful and they say, hey, this is how I can add value. Like, I'm going to tell you like this. I had a lady send me a text message the other day. It was so organized, so thought out, and it was so, like, like she already knew from having so many conversations with me, like my feedback on a lot of stuff or the questions I would have her that I would ask her before we were able to make a decision. She already had that stuff thought out and she presented to me and laid it out and it was easy. Like, and so I'll give, I'll give this too, right? Whenever you're presenting an idea to somebody who's very busy, bring the idea to the point when it's just a yes or a no, because if you bring me an idea and I have to figure it out, out, Time to figure all this stuff out. I'm just trying to green light it, or I'm trying to like redirect it and give as little energy as possible because I don't have time to really sit down and map out an idea that you have. But she brought that thing to me so cold, uh, the idea, or she brought it to me so prepared that I was like, man, yes, this is a yes, and you can take this conversation to a person who can help you to implement this idea. And it's so much fun dealing with her, or so much fun in having conversation because her energy is up, her passion is up, uh, and she's thinking of ways that we can get better based upon the vision that I have, right? And so, you know, when you start off and you have a vision, your vision is based upon how you see the world, but then there's other people who come along and they can see in, in different areas and, and a little bit further down the road than you because they're active and they're on the front line actually implementing what's going on and being able to actually hear their voices and hear their input and hear their ideas and, and, and not feel like, um, like intimidated 
that this person's idea is better than your own, I feel like those are the people, uh, one, who, who, who allow me to work on myself, but then also those are people who I enjoy being around because their energy gets me more energetic about what we're working on. Amen. Amen. How, how about, um, you know, people that take stuff and implement, you know, versus people that don't take stuff and, <laughs> and implement? <laughs> You know what I'm talking no, about? Was, like, no, you know, I'm no, thinking, I'm you. thinking of, okay, I'm thinking of somebody that, you know, in, in my business right now, uh, if I send this person a video and I say, all right, check out this, po I'll say, check out this podcast <laughs> with me and Maurice, they're going to send me all the notes broken down. So what do you think that makes me want to do? Keep pouring into them. Send them another video. Right? Yes. Here, check this out, bro. And then send me your notes. And then I got another group of people. That if I send them that same podcast, they won't send me the notes. Or I'll send them a video, and I either got to ask them for them, or if I ask them, it don't happen, or it's late. But then these people want this person's result. Or these people will hate on this person and wonder why they're not getting the, the result. And so what I love, the person that I love to coach is an implementer on... To the, to, to the next level The person that's taking notes On everything when you talk The person that can go back a month from today Like I can go back a year And show Trestle All the shit that we went over 12 months ago I got, a, I got it all I got everything Someone that I know Every word that comes out of my mouth Is time well spent It's, it's somebody that's going to implement it Somebody that's going to duplicate it That's a person that I like to spend my time with a person that is not executing, that I have to remind them two times, or I say, hey, check out this video and tell me what you think, and they never respond back, that's a person that I don't that I don't want to spend my time with, as well as people that get offended. You know, there's people that want coaching <laughs> as long as it's positive, you know, and I think there's a responsibility as a coach to know your players um, and, and other people, you know, everybody needs things delivered differently. Somebody needs it delivered hard. Somebody wants it delivered raw, directly to the point. Other people need a little bit of softened, you know, of, of approach and, and a little bit softer of a delivery. And a lot of that responsibility is on a coach, but that's a different conversation. The topic today is who do you hate to coach? What are the qualities of people you don't like to coach? Sometimes you got to coach some people that you don't really like to coach to get a result. But if I'm aiming towards the person that we like to coach, I like to coach people that are responsible. Uh, uh, they ha they take responsibility of of the coaching. You know, I could give them something, some coaching point, and if it's not what they're doing, they say, "Yep, got it, no problem. I can handle that." You know that type of stuff. Versus, I'm offended, I'm mad, I'm defensive, I'm, I'm you know all of those type of things. Those people are very difficult to coach. If you know every time that I coach this person, they're going to get offended if I have something. And then the last thing, I'll swing it over to you. But the, the last thing would be solution-oriented people I like to work with, problem-oriented people I don't like to work with. What does that mean? I think this is a thing, if you're a player, you could think about, all right, how can I be more solution-minded when I'm dealing with my coach? If I'm a coach, I can start thinking, how can I get people more solution-minded? And so... What do I mean by that? Anybody can bring problems, but can you bring a solution to match that problem? So we have a problem 
in this area. Here's my solution with it. We have a problem in this area. Here's my solution to it. People that bring me problems with a solution attached to it, I love coaching those people that have already thought about, all right, here, coach, here's what's going on, but I already got my idea on what, what my solution would be versus people that just cry about problems, problems, problems. And then from a coach's standpoint, you could start coaching people to say, all right, every time you bring me an obstacle or a problem, I want you to give some thought to bringing me one, one to three solutions before you bring me any problem that you've thought about already. And they may or may not be something that we could use, but I want to know that you put thought into what are the solutions How for this I problem this? before I just bring you the problem. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I can I say I know exactly what you're saying. I was going I was going to say to that uh, one. I think I used the same thing. I don't know who I picked it up from, uh, but I'm a, I'm a real big person with that. Uh, another one that stuck out with me, but I think we missed over, uh, which is um, somebody who I don't want to coach because I know it's a topic. Lazy. I can't deal with lazy people. Uh, and when I say lazy, the just the just doing enough crowd. Oh, you know, you know come on, talk to me about enough. this one. Um, and I say this, right? So we all know that everybody has the ability to control their own effort, right? And I think after dealing with people, you know what people are capable of, right? You can kind of scout them on social media. You can kind of see other things that they're interested in. And you can see their approach towards other endeavors in their lives, right? So you know that this person has the potential to be passionate and, and, and advertise what you're doing and all this other stuff that goes goes into to building business and, and to building reputation and to, to advertising who you are. And the people who are lazy that just do enough crowd – I really don't want them on my team long term. I don't care, you know, how many degrees they have. I don't care, you know, who they know, who their cousin is, or what type of relationship they have in the local community. You can't win um, and do anything significant with that level of energy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and, eight, eight fifty niners and four fifty niners. So they started. They start at nine. They coming in at eight fifty nine. They're ending at five and they're leaving at four fifty nine. Yes, and so those are the no extra say, effort. Hey, no, no extra effort. But you know, this, this comes down to you know, and, and, and this doesn't mean like you know, some people may view it and say, "Hey, man, I'm I'm not here to slave for this company." But it has nothing to do with you slaving for a company. It has everything with you getting the most out of yourself and being able to separate and being able to understand that. You know, the, the old saying, how you do anything is how you do everything, or how Amen, you do everything bro. is how you do anything. Amen. However the saying goes, you know what I'm saying? But when you're going to a place of work, and I really want this to be a teachable moment, right? When you go into a place of work, the way that you attack every little thing that you do at the job has nothing to do with you being an ass kisser towards the person who's leading the company or anything else. It's just how you do what you do when given the opportunity to do what you have to do. And that's the only thing that actually matters. And that's the only thing that you can do something significant. And so, People forget that they create the culture of the company, right? So people believe like the culture of like Apple or fucking Bridgewater or Google or Amazon, they think like Jeff Bezos just set these things in motion or whoever set these things in motion. No, these guys have, you know, they, they've created standards within the company, but then it was the people who actually, you know, performed and went above and beyond to create that culture that want other people to come in. The leader is just a person who sets the standards and holds the accountability. It's the workers who create the environment 
And, and, and that's kind of hard for people to get. And that's when I talk about people feeling entitled. And so when a person feels like they're entitled, they feel like the company should give them everything in order for them to perform. And actually, it's like, it's a bit different. No doubt. No you doubt. Give, yeah, give, they're like, well, pay everything. me more and then I'll do more. I'll do more. <laughs> Versus like I'll do more putting pressure on you to pay me more. You know, when, when, yes. when, when I look Go at ahead. people... You know, when I look at people that have that have climbed the charts in in my main business, which is the insurance business, you know, I think of I think of you know a couple people come to my my mind. You know, I think of Nat D. You know who you know, and now you know Katie. You know a lot of my staff, but but I think of people that have been here for a while, and I think about man when I was paying these people barely, you know, uh, a couple bucks over minimum wage. They were grinding so hard, putting in so much work extra that it put me in a position of like, man, I can't wait until I can pay this person more. I'm pressured to as soon as I can figure out a way to pay this person more versus them waiting for me to pay them more to do the extra work that's necessary. And, you know, I think of another person on the other side of things. So I I have a group of, of our top producers and we put them on a, a separate group me in a separate meeting, and they're called the grind team. And and these people get a little bit of extra attention, extra incentives, extra leads, extra resources. And I zone in on them, but it's it's some extra work for me to, to, to manage. And so I have a person that stepped up and said, I'll take this job off your plate just to have more to contribute to the organization. Never ask me for payment. Never asked me for anything. Never felt like the person was waiting for me to give them something for doing it. And after months and months and months and months and months and months, one of our top producers and I, I, I gave to that individual. You know that one of our top people in the, in the on the sales aspect. I let that person go on on his team, and his income, you know, probably is going to shoot up. I don't know, fifty grand you know, over something like that in a a year. But it was only because of how well he did with something that he offered to do for free and had no intentions on any expectations of, I'm going to do this so I can leverage this. I'm going to do this so I can leverage this. And so I like coaching the people that go above and beyond. And, you know, I I go back to the quote of saying, and I'm going to swing it back to you, but I go back to the quote of saying, those that do more, than what they're paid to do will eventually be paid for more than what they do. They'll be paid more, but you got to do more, you know, up front. So um, I don't know if that's the same thing that you were saying, but yeah, that no, was my so, thought. So you, you kind of got me on a roll here. And, and, and now I feel like I'm just, uh, who may be in the workplace, you just may not know that they may even be doing this stuff, right? And and there's also like, you don't, you don't want to put, you don't want to put the employer or people in a place where you feel like you're you're bitchy or gossipy. Those people, you know what I'm saying? Those people who always have something to say about the internal workings of the workplace, whereas gossipy and bitchy. And I don't typically like those people who bring that because it feels real ass kissish, if that makes any sense, right? And it's like, man, you know, why 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 wouldn't you be the person to help, to help shut that stuff down? Or, They're bringing you um, all the pro- all, all the what the other people are doing wrong. Yeah, yeah, you know what all I'm saying. The drama. So, 
Yeah, I, I, and I don't typically like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, ass kissing is not a strategy with how you propel and move forward. You know what I'm saying? Like, the the, the way you move forward is to work the um, work the actual job description. If the job description is to do A, B, C, D, E, F, and G, work that. Go above and beyond doing that. But don't think that talking shit or hating on somebody else are are you know gossiping is the way because you know i'm not sure how other people run their companies but with me i just don't pretty much give a shit about that you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like our thing comes down to can you perform can't can you hate your can't attitude? hate your way to the top no you can't just hate get your results way to the top, but yeah, but we, we, we've gotten to a place where we think that that's a thing or we think that the person at top, like, you know, I, I didn't get into business to have either my phone, my email uh, box up to people talking shit about people that they work with. You know what I'm saying? I would rather have somebody figure out like, okay, I'm, I'm walking into a place with, you know, multiple personalities. Uh, how do I figure this thing out? How do I navigate my professional life in this professional space? You know what I'm saying? But how do I get along to, with people? How do I bring these people together? Yes. Yep. And, 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 and what it really comes down to is that the focus needs to be how do I add value to this organization, right? And, and when you start to, like, so, you know, we're all at different places in our professional lives, but when you go to any place, I don't care if it's my company, your company, I don't care if it's wherever you go in America, if that is your objective at the beginning of every day, and you say, okay, for me giving myself everything to this platform, you know, based upon what I want to accomplish in my life, like, what am I receiving back from this? You know what I'm saying? And I promise you, when you focus or look at life through that vein or how I can give myself to this, you know what I'm saying? And what is it getting back for me? Like, you know, how, how do I come on this platform right now? And how do I give all of my information, all of my expertise, all of my experience, all of my everything to this platform? And, you know, the things for free. I we're giving it all all away for free. for free absolutely you know this makes me feel better it helps me to conversate better uh it helps me to organize my thoughts better helps me to you know just empty out my brain this becomes therapeutic on certain levels helps me to say okay you know when i'm dead and gone i've given some information that you know now my daughter or my son can listen to and that they can have for a while so it's not the monetization of everything you know what i'm saying that's a big thing too like you know people thinking that everything they have to do has to be tied to a dollar right i'm telling you that is the biggest fucking mistake that Somebody somewhere has made with people thinking that all actions or all investment of time has to be tied to money because there's so many things of significant value that you won't get a dollar in return for. You just may get the information or a different perspective, a different attitude, and those things are what open doors. You know what I'm saying? And it always comes back. It always comes back. It It may be a different avenue, but it always comes back. And and everything you give to this world, and and I know I've kind of like derailed from the main point, but I feel like that this is very important. Like everything that you put into this world, all your thoughts, all your energy, all of your time, your intentions, everything that you basically put into this world, you shall receive back either directly or indirectly. And, and, and if you, if you go, if you like, if you get in somebody's organization and you just say, Hey, I'm going to give a half-assed effort, all the things that you want, in your life will come back in a half-assed way. All the things that you want to manifest because you've not told the universe I will give myself 100% to everything that I have going on. And that's the only way that you can really move forward and get into a different stratosphere of of accomplishment, of, of finances, of relationships. Like, if you're having a shit 
like a shitty relationship with your boyfriend or girlfriend is because you're giving a half-ass effort. If you have not in your professional life, it's because you're giving a half-ass effort. And so the same attitude that you take towards the gym will be the same attitude that you take towards preparing because you've not conditioned yourself. And so I remember I read a book. It was Charlie, Charlie, Charlie Munger's Almanac. I read the book in 2011, right? He said, when you finally understand business, if for those who don't know, Charlie Munger is Warren Buffett's partner, right? People have no clue that there's another partner in Berkshire Hathaway, right? So he said, when you finally understand life and you can finally make the connection that everything is connected. And I remember when I read this in the book, I was like, what the fuck is this dude talking about, right? It, but everything is connected, you know what I'm saying? And when you get there and you understand that everything is connected, you start making a connection of all behaviors, all energies, and that all things are basically one, but just an extension of to operate different. But when you're in your, in your selfish mindset and you think the world is is all about doing then you you're you're kind of in the path of getting in your way and you think that the world kind of owes you everything but i know that was like a a whole lot about multiple things but i hope it made sense to somebody yep and i you know i think in in closing uh to the listener out there um i want you to ask yourself um if my coach were asked who's the who's your favorite person to coach would you be the person would you be in the top three I want you to ask yourself, what can I do to be a person that everybody else likes to coach? How can I be the person that is that, that people look forward to coaching? How can I be more coachable? How can I exemplify some of the things that we talked about? If we're on the wrong track and the wrong side and you're thinking, man, these are some things that I'm doing. How can you take ownership and responsibility of that? and take yourself to the next level and start being coachable because i think that's one of the shortcuts to the top is having a a humble and coachable spirit and we're thankful and grateful that you have spent some time with us today and we asked that if you found value in this uh not only that you subscribe that that you share this with others it sounds basic sounds like something that's a no-brainer but you know we're going to ask you personally can you just spread the word can you share this with people if you thought that it added value in your life we're not charging a dollar for this uh only thing we're asking is can you can you can you spread the word and and, uh, and push it forward and help us to help more people so thanks for joining us on another episode of street sports and success with simon and maurice and we'll talk to you soon let's get it